the pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. This is the spitting nonsense. Yeah, family at this point, really, if you're you're a continuing listener. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, even if you're not a continuing listener, welcome. We love to hear from you. My name is Jasmine. uh, Zach Jack Black Mac. I don't know. I have multiple names at this point. Zachariah. Gulacon. Gulacon? No, Gulacon. Gulacon. Gulacon, the conqueror. I like that. Gulacon. Yeah. It's uh, like Shaka Khan's little brother. He's from uh, 12th century (laughs) Egypt. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, okay. and he uh, he has a lot. What kind of finishing? Mo- what kind of, of finishing move? He has a he lot have, of though? inbreeding in his family. Oh, stop! <laughs> no. That's most of Egypt for you back then, especially the pharaohs. Yeah, not, 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 the, not I mean, it's not just not that. Really, it's just like not really the common people, but the but the the royal families. The royal families, yeah, they wanted to keep their blood pure. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I was like, it wasn't even it wasn't, pharaoh it specifically. Was, like it was just like literally anybody of raised status. Yeah. like it was into cousin cousins there you go we'll we'll just leave it like that but yes this is the spitting nonsense podcast where we talk about absolutely crazy bullshit and uh has a clubbed foot by the way who (laughs) oh my god uh, how many boys two i thought you said he had had descendants how many boys yeah did he have yeah two Two? Two. And then he had one girl, but that one didn't survive. He killed it? Or did it just not survive? I, I can't say for certain. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Seems like a serious guy. It's, yeah. Okay, so anyways, no. Um, what happened over the Christmas time? Because the Christmas time happened. Yeah, so it was like two days ago, if I believe. Uh, from, from when we were recording this. Two days ago was Christmas. No, or was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. It was yesterday. At the point of you guys listening to this, it, it would have been two, two days, days ago. ago. But yeah, Christmas. yesterday was Christmas. I wasn't, I, I was, it's been a long weekend. So It's been a very long weekend. I've been up in Illinois with family. On Saturday, I spent time with other family. I had presents, uh, not, I, so, but I got a good amount of presents and stuff like that. I'm supposed to get another one for my brother here soon, but I have to wait. No. And then this coming weekend is New Year's. Yeah, it is, dude. Uh, Christian and Allie are coming over, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That'll be a fun time. Um, who knows what awaits us for that night? I don't know. Uh, um, Monumentous have, discoveries. I have, and, I have a movie in mind. Um, uh, uh, predictions. Should, I have a movie in mind, and uh, I mean, Soul I already watched, so I don't want to do that one. Yeah, no. Plus, I'll cry. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, don't. Like, we'll all end up crying for no reason. <laughs> right. Uh, no, um, the Christmas time was at least good for me, but there's been up and downs for some of us here. 
It just it just depends on what how you want to perceive it. You hit yeah. a roller coaster of a time. It was mostly downs for me, you know. Uh, <laughs> you went into the funnel of the roller coaster, dude. I went to a horrible place. You know, you know where when when you, you don't usually ride roller coasters, but there's some that no, have, they, they give me anxiety. There's some that have like the black pitch black tunnel that drops you down. Into. Yeah, I hate that. Shit. <laughs> that's where you. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was. You know, uh, I have broken family members like in multiple spots. Like, oh yeah, no. The, the whole situation is just not great. But at least it's pieces are moving. You're working through it as you go right now. It's it's going. You know, yeah. I start school in like two weeks. Hey, that's nice. I mean, Katie's, I guess. Katie starts school in the second. Um, teaching. It, yeah. Well, she starts teaching in the second. Yeah. I thought you meant she was going no, for a master's no, degree. I was no, like, whoa. No. That's not for another few years. At least to my knowledge. Right. Until we're fully settled and stuff like that, but... Heard. No. I, but, uh, I don't really have much else to talk about because, like, Christmas came around. Although... Um, uh, Brian and my mom put together some money and got me a new pair of chucks. Nice. So, like, I'm excited about that. We got a new cat water bowl for the cats, which I thought I broke earlier, but I didn't. Right. I, that usually happens with new things. I open it <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I broke it. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, and speaking of things being openly broken, when we do a rob your neighbor at my grand, grandma's house, my uncle got something and he opened it and it was a little toy gun that you like pump back and forth that shoots the balls out. Yeah. Well, he pumped it once and shot a ball. Then he tried to pull it out and when he pulled it out, it snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't spend a lot of money on it, you know. It was what I mean? twenty dollars. Like, it was the max was around twenty dollars, is what you go on the Robert Nero gifts. Um, <laughs> but the toy gun—that sounds like a five dollar. The gift. toy gun was definitely from like Dollar Tree or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Because when we, we looked at it afterwards, that piece of plastic does not move well. No, it, it snapped over under friction, is what it was. He didn't do. It, he didn't pull it too hard. It just snapped because right. it wouldn't. It wouldn't come out of the gun. Just bad design. <laughs> it's bad design. Faulty uh, design. So, but no, it was it was it was a good time. Um, other than that, I mean, Jasmine came over Saturday because I that was my other side, my mom's side of the family's uh, Christmas, which is actually around here. But you came over to our place and we hung out. We watched. Uh, I finally watched, and J- Katie finally watched Songbirds and Snakes. Which, by Did the way, you like it? the movie was good. I just, I, <laughs> I, I feel like there could have been more involvement, and um, I get that it's like set fifty years before the whole events. And yeah, everything. yeah. It's so a, like, it's a while I, get, back. I get that it's like very proto age and alpha stage of all the stuff since it's only the tenth Hunger Hunger Games. Right. And by then you're on the seventy fifth or something like that in yeah. the in the uh oh like the main story with Katniss Everdeen. But over overall, I thought it was good. Uh, uh, how do you say it? Corlanius? Corlanius? No? Coriolanus. Coriolanus. I don't know how you say it. His I, name's Coriolanus. I want to say it's Coriolanus. I want to just call him Snow. Slim Snow. That's why I just said the movie should have just been called Snow because he never should have been named Coriolanus. Well, his... his his, That's a name, dude. His, what the fuck? He goes by Slim Snow at the end, by Slim the way. Snow. Yeah. yeah, dude, I told you. <laughs> I literally told you. I'm like, why does he go American so, History X at the end of the movie? Yeah, like, that, what the fuck? He, it, 
overall, it's it's you're not watching like a hero's journey. You're watching a villain's journey. In Pretty much, yeah. Um, and I I do like that sometimes. So like, are you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So one thing I wish they would have done a little more with is the creature does creatures. I like. Well, it was just he. It, he was the birth. You I, know what I mean? Like, I know. I like. I like where they went with it. I just felt like they should have shown more experimentation because she had things in vials and stuff like that and yeah. i want to see a more fully grown thing of you want to see psycho viola davis with uh-huh. that fucking her just randomly saying shit and walking in the room uh-huh. like that shit had me laughing out loud both times i didn't even care you're watching a person that's consi- continually doing dmt every time she walks dude like she's on something <laughs> like that was not okay she was like the mad hatter like in, oh, in she his body mer- she just has mercury in her hair that's what she makes a hair frizzy with. She was just like, yeah, this morning I put a little mercury in there. A little uranium bath yesterday. Mm-hmm. By the way, she was she was uh, merciless in this. Yeah, uh, dude, she's at, crazy. At times, like, I forget how dark the Hunger Games can't, like, Dude, no, that is, show, that, that whole like, movie and the book series, the book series is so good. But, like, mm-hmm. the movie the movie series, obviously, any movie series is not going to do a book justice because it doesn't have the level it of detail. It, it doesn't down. have the it toned, time. It toned it down a it little bit. It doesn't have the time. If they had the time and you could sit there for six fucking hours, you know what I mean? They would totally well, do that, but movie, nobody's going to do that. Overall, the movie's toned down the violence level from the books, but it's, it's understandable for, sure. for what they were trying to perceive. Well, yeah, otherwise this would have been rated R. <laughs> exactly. Um, and there would have been actual child deaths. Oh, yeah. On screen. It looked, violent i mean they're they were violent in, in songbirds and six they went a little more <laughs> i do i told you <laughs> so uh no other than that it was pretty good i just think uh, also like rachel ziegler did you like the bats rachel ziegler's whole 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 character is just wild to me dude, dude i know i know dude she's crazy uh-huh so that was that oh, was i like i like the bat arc the bat arc yeah the bats with uh uh what's his name it wasn't jebediah what was his fucking name oh you mean where <laughs> yeah don't don't say it don't say it but like jessup jessup dude. there you go i did i knew it was some old-fashioned fucking name okay, okay. it was jessup not what, fucking jebediah talking about no it's a good it's a good character development for where the, i where, thought that was crazy well, i was like well it's a good idea of showing how how the how realistic yeah, you know what i mean realistic. like everything else is kind of like debased and like in this oddly futuristic out of all the things out of all the things that is something like if you if that's probably the most realistic like thing not i don't want to say realistic no they they did really good at like basing themselves in reality but also keeping it sci-fi at the Mm -hmm. same time Mm -hmm. i don't know i thought that it teetered the line perfectly uh i thought it was a good installation for a prequel you know what i mean uh, I'd mm-hmm. say it was more like a fucking. Give us another Viola Davis film. Yeah, just about yeah, her. Just, really. just about her. <laughs> <laughs> In every role ever, uh-huh. like she's like, I am Amanda Waller. I am the one Dinamore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she's just like this person will die today. Yeah. You she's watch... like stick your hand in the pot of snakes. If you did it, you did it. If you did it, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Uh, so she's crazy. You watch. Up. Uh, sea Beast as well, apparently. Yeah, like... dude, I rewatched the Sea Beast today. Hello! <laughs> it got stuck in my head, okay? Like, it was really annoying, and I'm really sorry, okay? The first time we watched it, we were, we were really, really wasted. Yeah, like, so... fucking GTA 5 wasted. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, just chilling. 
Yeah, so the, hello. Sea Beast is a great film. Please watch that. It's it's really good. As an adult, I've seen it about five times. Yeah. So six times. Since we're talking about the sea, I got to make a truth for you guys. Uh, I chose this one out. We're gonna talk about the sea peoples. The sea peoples. The sea peoples. In honor of Aquaman 2's failure. Oh my god. So overall, it sounds like Aquaman 2 like. The, it sounds like people enjoyed it, but the critics don't enjoy. I don't want to talk about it. I don't. I'll watch it eventually. Um, but see people. Do we not have anything on here about it? I thought we did. That's my bad. No, we don't. We'll, it's fine. Um, we'll talk about it like eventually later or something. It, it's the lowest grossing DC uh, EU movie to date, or something like that. I mean, they chose a really bad date. They did. They chose a really bad date. Like it's like they wanted to bury this movie. You I think. Know what I, I mean? think the first Aquaman like, came out on the is, same kind of date too. I mean, it, it's a bad schedule. You want to go I'm from not, like fall or summer? I just you know what I mean. I don't know why you chose. Hold on. When, when was the first? God, fuck! I just want to know when the first one was released. Probably December first. Uh, December twenty first. Really? Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was released around Christmas time, if I believe. They're trying to do the same thing here. I don't know. I don't know why. Not a Christmas film. Yeah. All right. So Sea Peoples, though. Speaking of those, Sea Peoples were like naval riders that uh, harried the coastal towns and cities of the Mediterranean region around the 1300s BCE. It, it was it, not like that. It was like from the 12, 1200, late 1200 to early 1100 BCE. So before, like. I guess you would call it like the dark, like Middle Ages and stuff like that. This was during like like the Pharaoh times and Roman times and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Still being that, um, but this was like something that happened a lot in Egypt. And what it was is they were just like these seafaring people that would come up and uh, on on coastal lines and stuff like that, and they would be attacking Egypt and the East Mediterranean and stuff like that, trying to conquer them. The thing is about this, there is literally no record of people knowing who these people were. We don't know what race, what nationality, what culture they were. They just showed they up. They were of the sea. They just showed up, and they just started doing things like that. It happened during the late Bronze Age collapse and, stu- and all that, um, before and during. And it's one of the most famous chapters in Egyptian history, at least one of them, because it's just these... It's just wild to hear about it being, and there's also these actual like battle like hieroglyphs and actual designs shown of them fighting these seafaring people coming onto the land and whatnot. And the whole thing is, there is no rec- there's no records of what their culture was. I'm, I'm restating that again, but they're just conquerors. They just they were just conquerors, and we don't know who they were or where they came from. We don't know where they, where they came from because all they did is they they attacked and then they they left and the whole thing is that they're undo- like the whole origins of them is undocumented. It's proposed that they originated from a number of different locations, being Western An- Antolina, the Aegean area, the Mediterranean islands, or Southern Europe. But there's no like actual historical documents from other locations that can give any basis of who they are. We don't know where they came from. They could have come in from like maybe across the sea somehow, like onto like the like we don't know. But the thing is about that as well is that their technology was very like advanced. It was it wasn't like super advanced against them, but some of the stuff they had was more advanced than what the Egyptians had at the time. And it's probably one of those um, um, 
ships that went missing, uh, or a series of ships that went missing from the Bermuda Triangle that transported back in time through the wormhole and then Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> uh, You're laughing, but it could be true. We don't know, honestly. That's what I'm saying. There's like, a lot of... don't know. Uh, it remains a mystery of the nationality as existing records of their activities are mainly Egyptian sources who only describe them in terms of battle, such as the record from uh, the Stella and Tanis, which reads in part, they came from the sea in their warships and none could stand against them. Description of typical Egyptian references also sees these mysterious invaders. So this isn't just one reference, it's all over like Egyptian history and stuff like that, of just like many documents talking about battles with the sea peoples during this time. But there's no way for them to understand where they came from. So then there's and it's the ones from Black Panther too. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> the Atlanteans, if I believe. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So this is where this is where this is the Atlantis uh, attacking at people. It's just funny <laughs> the that they call them the Sea Peoples. That's the name that they went up with. Um, it was. I mean, that's probably a direct translation from Egyptian. You well, it was. There was no inscription of the names, but that's what they. This French e Egyptologist uh, in 1881 called Gaston Maspero uh, called them. He just coined Gaston. the term. He coined the term "sea peoples" because, like, it came. They came from the sea and from the islands, but never which say which sea or islands they came from. So. <clears throat> Three great pharaohs who record their conflicts and victories of the Sea Peoples are Ramses II, uh, his son and successor, uh, Merenteph, uh, and also Ramses III. All three claimed great victories over their adversaries, so the, the Sea Peoples were driven away, but they would just come attack. They would uh, just come back. Yes. Um, <clears throat> they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, so there's, there's no... <laughs> they're back outside! There's no, like, artifacts evidence of this actually happening because like how are you going to find that uh, being like they could have like changed differently dramatically because of the tides water changing stuff mm -hmm. you could do uh excavations or stuff and maybe but like also you might be doing it in a populated area of egypt or something like that you don't know secondly right. mainly resources of this came from the written inscriptions and stuff like that it's the most detailed evidence of the sea peoples uh i can go into detail about the different like battles that happen with each one um but like overall i don't i feel like that's something that you can do on your own time to look up because like these go in depth there's like a really big in depth about battles and what happened with them right um but i just think it's really interesting that like it's possible that i don't want to say possible but we have our own mysterious Atlantean group that just came and attacked the Egyptians. I mean, point. you know, it wouldn't be the first time that something weird popped up in history that that uh, is un inexplainable, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, so the thing is, is though, this is also another thing. Scholars, some scholars like to believe that this may be a metaphor for something that actually happened. That it was passed down through the families and stuff like that. The royal family on, on tradition and whatnot. Or it could be a legend are you telling me the Homer wrote this? Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, we don't know if it was technically true or not. I would like to believe it's true because right. it sounds pretty. It's I I don't. The thing is, is for for some of the. What was the Odyssey written? The Odyssey was written. Oh my god, that was written like five. I can find Odyssey by Homer was written. I don't think it's going to tell me exact. I don't expect an exact date, but a range. 
from the time. Oh, fuck no. Published in six, oh, 1614, actually. Oh, in English, though. English, Written right. in 8th century BC. Or so 8th century. Yeah, okay. they, don't, they don't have an exact date, of course. There you go. Perfect. 8th yeah. century is good enough for me. Yeah, so the Odyssey came before this. But, um, no, this whole battle, the, so there's actual documentation, though. So that's what I'm going to do. What if it was, like, the Dial of Destiny? <sighs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the whole thing is there's speculation on it not being real, but there's also speculation from the amount of detail we know from different records that it actually happened. We just don't have enough information and evidence to say, oh, we know who the sea peoples are. Once we figure that out, which I don't ever know if we're ever going to find that out, unless we find a written documentation of, oh, their nationality was this. Oh, they came from this location through this route. Or what if they like all look like Barack Obama? <laughs> <laughs> Did I really stun you with that one? I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of like what they would say first to them. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. So yeah, that's the Sea Peoples. Thank you for listening to my uh, naked truth talk. I guess is what I'll call it. The and and and. And uh, why are you writing that in there? <laughs> uh, okay, let's get away from that kind of war into <laughs> modern war as we found out more military documents have been... You know what? Why am I putting this at the top? I want to put this down with the video game stuff. I don't know why I was doing that. We're just going to move on from that one. We'll come back to it. we got to talk about oh. the Federal Reserve first. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the Federal <clears throat> Reserve. Uh, I thought this one was a little funny one. And I was like, as if it wasn't like blatantly out there, you know what I mean? That that uh, Home Alone's McAllister family was fucking loaded. Like they had how many kids, and the how big was their fucking house? How many rooms did that place have? Like fucking seven, eight bedrooms. Like it was fucking crazy. Like it, it was 1990, and Home Alone quickly became the Christmas staple. You know, like I've seen it. You've probably seen it. Uh, have you seen it? Yes. Oh, okay. Like I just wanted to make sure. But, uh, obviously, like, families go around, they watch it, but they're, they're, they have enough bedrooms for an army. Like, they have a barracks built in their fucking house, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's in 1990, the house was affordable only for the top 1% of Chicago household incomes, uh, according to the Federal Reserve. And, uh, according to economists at the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, the New York Times wrote, the home would have been affordable to a household with an income of $305,000 in 1990. Or about six hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars in twenty twenty-two. McAllister's mom was a fashion designer, and dad's and his dad was a businessman. Okay, so that's how they came with their money, as they were upper upper middle class but not super rich. Yet, maybe okay. I don't. I'm I think to... because of the amount of kids that they had, the money that they had got sucked into their kids more than anything else, if you yeah. understand what I mean. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, they left their fucking son at home and fucking forgot about him, like, two to three times. Well, how many kids so, do they have? How many do they have? Oh, what? I don't know, like, six? No, they have way more than that. I think they had, like, Nine? 12. 103? No, my cat. Well, it was, like, a family vacation. Yeah, but, like, the, but like, keeping track... Look, if you're gonna have... Fifteen. It's That's even more than cheaper by the dozen. The thing is, is like that many kids is just going to be so hard to manage. Bro, she was pregnant for like 20 years. <laughs> no. She was. 
That's fucking crazy, dude. Assuming you have twins, you know, like once. Let's see it. Let's see this. Let's look at this right now. You have Peter. Okay, so you have Buzz, which Peter. of course I remain Buzz. But we're just Buzz was an asshole. Yeah, Buzz, the oldest son, Megan, Linny, Jeff, and Kevin, the youngest son. Dude, we, so you that, that that's that's the original family. That's the original family with the with the Wintech and McAllisters is what they're calling. Then you have the Ohio McAllisters, which is the I cousins. told you, I told you, they said it was the full family this yes, time. Yes, like, yes, Like and uh, that their main family had six or seven people, and there was fifteen people total. Like, yes, we're on but the like, God. I get, I don't know. It's just, I guess you're not. You, you, it shows that 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 Kevin wasn't the most loved, <laughs> dude. Like literally, like it's not good. It's not a good look, dude. Oh my fucking god! Did you see this video again? Yeah, though? we talked about this. I think at one Did point, we? I felt like it. Okay. Uh, but that's funny to me. Speaking of funny things, um, Dwayne Johnson and Chris Evans are making a Christmas movie. Uh, Chris. <laughs> it, it's called oh. it's called red one i don't know what it's about yeah if you can guess it has two very prolific action stars in it one who has that fucking uh contract to never lose on screen you know what if this is the film where he actually loses uh i don't know why is he dressed like deadpool i just want to know i just want to know <laughs> Why is he dressed like Deadpool? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what the you fuck? You got Chris Evans dressed like Constantine. Red one. He's the red one, dude. Yeah, yeah Chris Evans <laughs> dressed up like Constantine from the TV show. No, and dude. Why is he dressed like his fucking character from, uh, uh... Knives Out? No, no. That's way too, like, playboy. Like, uh... I was gonna say, uh... Oh, man. What's that fucking film? I don't know. Snowpiercer. Okay, he needs the longer beard, and then he needs the, the beanie. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he just... He looks like if he just put on a beanie, he would be the character of Snowpiercer. He needs a longer... One of those fucking rom-coms. He needs a big, longer beard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I want to know why he looks like... What, what is this get-up? There's... Dude, I said, why does he fucking look like Deadpool? Like, it... Okay. So, I figured out how this is... So... He's got a rope on his fucking... Dwayne, the rock stars a character known as Callum Drift, Ugh. while Chris That's Evans disgusting. plays Jack O'Malley, That's alongside awful. a rock star version of Santa Claus, portrayed by J.K. Simmons. At least he's not the god in the portable. Now the cast: Lucy Liu, Kieran Shipka, Bonnie Hunt, Christopher, who's you, Nick Kroll, Elizabeth, Mary Elizabeth Ellis, and Wesley Kim are all in it. I, oh my god, what is this movie about? Dude, this looks freakish. I don't know, man. I need to know what the... Okay, I'm gonna Let's try see. to find... I'm gonna try to find the... the, the red one, upcoming oh action. What is it about? Just tell this me. This looks fake as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the rock laughing at anything looks like a stock image. It's so true. It's it's so the project is seen as a first of a potential franchise reimagining holiday mythology. Lucy Liu plays a character called Jacqueline Frost, by the way. He's literally and just gonna play his character from that movie that he did with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Christopher Huyes, uh, who was in Game of Thrones as Tormid, uh, if you remember that character. Tormund. Tormund, get giant Spain. Uh, red hair. Yeah. Okay. With yeah. the beard. Uh huh. Yeah, he's gonna be Krampus. 
That's dope. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I don't know. The, this is this looks in, the, this sounds interesting. I I just I don't. I know it seems generic as fuck. Kind of like that one that they had that I literally think had the word red in it with fucking Ryan Reynolds. Red Notice. Well, it, I wasn't think it called Red Notice. It was called Red Notice, but with this one, I think they're going with Red One, being like, "Oh, this is like a secret task force of holiday-themed characters fighting against the world, like evils of the world, you know, or some weird like stuff the, like that." I'm calling it. That's what I think it is. So I was thinking uh, it's going to be like Rise of the Guardians, but with real action. I have one to reel us into the next one. They need to remake the Pacifier, but. Without Vin Diesel and with The Rock. I don't know. I no. think that that would work out very well, okay? I think that they should do The Pacifier again, okay? I enjoyed that movie thoroughly, and this next thing, although it does not surprise me, uh, it, it kind of tarnishes after, that. After know? how Vin Diesel treated that woman on the... The interview that I showed you? The interview that I've seen multiple times where yeah. he was drunk as shit, calling her hey, beautiful man. the entire time. Interrupting her consistently over and over again just to tell yeah, you she's beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't surprise me that he's being sued for sexual battery by former assistant. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> obviously this is very serious. You know, in the wake of the the Jonathan. Uh, in the wake of just a bunch of accusations again, like. Well, I was just not, saying that's the most prolific one as a prolific week. one as a right now being in a big studio head of Marvel. Right. This is in another big studio of Fast and the Furious. This is whoever, really big franchise. Whoever knows where this is gonna like what's gonna happen? I know here. that's They're what gonna, I'm saying. Because like he's the main character, so. That's uh, what I'm saying. I mean, I like, guess you could say the series is. I mean, now the Rock can farther. come back into it. You know what I mean? Without them getting butting heads because they hate each other. I'm saying that overall, I think the the series has grown bigger than Dominic Pareto. But you're For still, sure. but still, when you think of Fast and the Furious. The they main... need to bring Charlie Puth back to sing a chorus <laughs> and kill his character. The main... It's been a long day a without remix, you, my a friend. Remix of it, right? Except and then, it's, and then, it's, and, it's, it's done by. And dream. then they have an after-credit scene of him <laughs> meeting uh, Brian in heaven. I can't breathe when you're not there. Fucking dream, dude. No, uh, Jesus. <laughs> so. Uh, Overall, like when you think of the Fast and Furious series, when you think of the characters of it, like the first character that comes to mind is Dominic Toretto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like then shortly after, you know, you got that badass bitch. Uh, you mean my played by Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, those Michelle Rodriguez. And then you got Ludacris just. Lenny, hanging. I think her name is Lenny. <laughs> and then you just have Ludacris hanging in there. Ludacris! <laughs> <laughs> Tyrese Gibson and. Stop, drop, kaboom, baby, rub uh, on your nipples. Fuck, who was the other one? Who was the one that was up with Tyrese Gibson's character? Up in the air, in the in in the in the uh, space age car, which one was that? It wasn't the Asian guy. No, 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 no. That's Han. That, yeah, that's, that's Han. not. That's not. Like, he came back as like a secret. He's more, but it's like the more comedic roles. I gotta look it up. Uh, I know you're gonna have to look it up because I feel dumb right now, not being able to pull that off the top of my head. It's Fast and the Furious Nine. Uh, who the fuck is it? The Magnet. Ludacris. I don't know who it is. Maybe it was Ludacris. No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yes. No. Yes, no. 
I, a lawsuit has alleged that Diesel pinned down a uh, young woman, uh, groped her, and forced her to touch his erect penis, among other accusations. That's nice. Uh, she also claims that another, another One Race employee made unwanted advances during her tenure at the company. Um, her name was Asta Jonasson. Jonas, Asta Jonas. Uh, so it's a mystery. It, okay, it was Ludacris and and Tyrese Gibson's characters. Yeah. Okay, so it was those two. That's what I thought. Yeah, why are they gonna send the black people to space <laughs> in the fucking ghetto ass car space thing? You know look, what I mean? They look like, like that's fucked they up. They look like they look like minions in this. Scene. I know. Eee, <laughs> a bogus before a bogus. But uh, she was fired for courageously resisting Vin Diesel's sexual assault. Vin Diesel would be protected and his sexual assault covered up. Uh, she felt helpless. Her self-esteem was demolished and she questioned her own skills and whether a successful career would require her to trade her body for advancement. Look, it's no, it's no surprise that powerful men in Hollywood will use their power and money and in well, their prime and not to influence. not to like give him a break or anything but he does have an alcohol problem he does you know have an extreme I mean? alcohol he has an extreme problem. alcohol problem on top of all this and it's just a bad combo oh it's a very bad like combo. we're we're not giving him any sort of break I'm, saying, I'm, I'm just adding to the facts i'm saying like, he he definitely has an ego of himself and oh big time secondly, like uh, the alcohol feeds that ego dude the rock wouldn't work with him the rock no. works with anyone you know what i mean as long as his character has x oh, amount of screen winning. time what always winning and he's has, always winning yeah. yeah so no but I, I, this is the thing like your ego is going to be fueled more by like the 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 habits that you do if you if you want if you think about it like that so the habit that he has is alcoholism and that's just going to fuel his ego more and more and more right um maybe he feels bad about himself to himself but he's not going to show that to the other people no he's not <clears throat> so bro i'm going to look up my favorite picture of vin diesel uh-huh. which one is that What? <laughs> we found some nice, uh, uh, what do you call it? Nook. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, where he's. This one. Yeah. Where his body was very out of shape. And they digitally enhanced it. I feel like that. That feels edited, though. It's not. He just has beer gut. Yeah. I don't know. It looks. I don't know. I would have to. Uh, I would have to see him in person. It's probably. It, it's whatever. I don't even remember. When Dude, he's was like taken. fifty something. All right. Like, get. Yeah, I. I give him the break and whatnot. But, you know. Is um, he really fifty? I don't know how old he is anymore. Yeah, dude. He's like fifty-six. 50. Yeah. <laughs> like, fat and curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at him. <laughs> nice. Love that one. So, Fast and the Furious is made by. Paramount. What is it made by? Is it made by Universal? Because I'm st- stupid on this shit. Fast and the Furious. What is it made by? I don't even know. Because I have. A, I want a Universal. I don't, know. I don't have a good. Keep his head so smooth. Uh, he waxes it every morning. Do you think he does? Or do you think he shaves it? Patrick Stewart waxes his head every morning with with buffer wax. The stuff they put on your shoes. What? <laughs> Stop fucking with me, bro. Like. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart waxing. Shave or wax. 
Oh, he went bald. He he just doesn't grow hair. No. At 19. No. I feel like that's a cover-up for him waxing his head. You think? <laughs> I feel like we're insulting him. That's a picture. Have you not seen him? Picture. Have you not seen him with hair? Do you? I think you sent me a photo of him with hair. Yeah, dude, I sent you a photo of him with hair, like a little bit. Uh-huh. I mean, he didn't get really famous until he was a little bit older, but <laughs> it said Patrick Stewart was told he was born to wear wigs. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Patrick Stewart has my hair in his home. <laughs> James McAvoy. All right, so since we're talking about Patrick Stewart, though which is part of Star Trek, which they had this whole series of things on Paramount that they've been releasing, mm. which this is probably the biggest merger we've seen in a while. You could say that the Activision Blizzard, Microsoft merger... It might be the first of 2024. Was, ...was big, but but overall, I think this is the biggest merger overall that we've seen yet. And we're talking about... <laughs> Paramount's about to get paramounted yeah. by Warner Brothers. <laughs> Warner Bros. Discovery is talking about being in a merger with Paramount. And that's a, that's a mega merger. If you really think about it, Paramount owns a lot of content. It it, you might not think about it, but like almost a third of the movies come out that come out have the Paramount logo on it. Same with... Yeah, it's one of the big ones. You it's know one I mean? of the so very big like... ones. Disney, Warner Bros., Paramount, and Universal. Those are the big four that I really think about when I think of, of, of massive production. Uh, I almost said 20th Century and Fox. MGM, and then you could say MGM Studios, but that's I kind of... I almost said 20th Century Fox. <laughs> that used to be about 10 years ago. I know, that, but it's, it's Disney. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that you could say MGM Studios, but they're kind of they're not as as prominent as these other ones. Amazon, because Netflix. like because MGM Studios isn't isn't dipping into the children's market like the rest of them, and the thing the so. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you did. No, I did. I did uh, funny little hand gestures. Um, so you have, but the thing is, was this is that this is a massive merger. Warner Bros. already owns a, sh- a ton of content all the way back to, like, I think, like, the, the 50s or something like that. Paramount owns content of, oh, oh. across. And also, Warner Bros. has as connections with international companies and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the, the, being built into Discovery, Discovery has a connection to all the network channels and everything. Like, and, and stuff. <clears throat> and now that just builds into Warner Bros. Discovery, that builds it into a massive media conglomerate. Paramount, on the other hand, connects to children's entertainment. You have it connected to a lot of media on on television. Forty three, and yeah, that's oh my god. It's, that's how much that ended up being. Discovery Warner. Yeah, forty three billion dollars. And now you're in, but you're now thinking of of it with Paramount, Warner Bros. Discovery right. included together in one. That's going to be almost a quarter of a trillion dollars. It's going to be a trillion dollar deal. It's going to be almost a trillion dollar deal. I don't think it's going to hit it. Because if it is a trillion dollar deal, that would be the first. I, is there, has there ever been a trillion dollar deal? I want to know. <laughs> yeah, a bailout for what? a country. <laughs> Here, okay, wait, hold on. The White House passed a one. Well, that's that's government. I'm talking. I, that, I said a, a bailout for a country. I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about. 
I'm talking about trillion dollar deals in media and stuff like that. I don't think, think about it in future terms. If a trillion dollars in the future, I don't think there has been one. I don't think there's been a trillion dollar deal in the media. This would be the first if it ever, if it actually happened. I mean, it wouldn't be like we would have to, uh, you know, merge like three more big companies together before we hit a trillion dollar deal on both sides. That's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be a quarter of a trillion dollars. I don't think it's going to go much higher than that. So, overall, this is a this is a big one. The, the FCC is going to get involved. Um, oh, yeah, for they're sure. They're going to like, be we're going to strike it down. They're taking a monopoly on the yeah. entire... Like, I'll be like, oh, it's, God, it's here we It's true, go. though. Like, overall, then you have... Because, like, Warner Bros. Discovery already owns a bunch of content, which also daily... I can't... <sighs> take out David Zaslav as, as CEO, please. Like, if this merger goes through, just please take it out. I don't... Yeah. I don't want him as the CEO anymore because it's gonna be max amount. Recently, the amount of it's gonna be max amount, bro. Max mount, max, max mount plus. Yeah. Max mount plus. Max mount plus. Max mount plus discovery. Discovery mount max mount plus. I don't fucking know where I'm going with this. Max anymore. mount discovery plus. Yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is that overall, this is a big thing that could happen. And secondly, this is a massive amount of money that's just going to be thrown around. And thirdly, thirdly, like they're going to try to, in the future, if this does happen, they're going to try to merge their streaming sites or they're going to try to recreate their streaming services like they did with Max. And it's going to be goddamn awful. I want a hole to appear in the middle of my screen that sucks me in like that Minecraft uh, uh, Meat Canyon skit. Ugh. It's, I just, I already, I, I don't think this is a good idea. Overall, you're building yourself so big. You're building yourselves, <laughs> you're building yourself so big. And with that's squares. the squares and blocks. <laughs> and the issue with that is that you're going to tumble yourselves like a Jenga tower. Uh, so. Factual. Yeah. Well, but speaking of tumbling. Every, tumbling like a Jenga tower. Yeah, the, the hopes of Scream 7 ever coming out. Just washed away down the drain, you know. Uh, somebody's gonna try it's to been, find it. It's been bubble. like a hell for this film. We already had the main character, one of the main characters, step out because of like her whole, whole online controversy we talked about. It wasn't like even a controversy. Not really. controversy, but her saying controversial things. Right, right. Like she can say what she wants, you know what I mean? But like evidently not. Yeah. Um. But she walked out. Then I think Jenny Ortega walked out. Yeah, Jenny Ortega walked out because... due to scheduling conflict, though. Is what she said. Well, yeah, that's a good excuse. She probably just found something else and put it in there. You mm-hmm. understand what I mean? Oh yeah, sorry, I I agreed to, with this deal and I can't I can't be in this next season. Dude, uh, he says so. Overall, Christopher Landon, the dude who is, was directing the film, exits the film, um, and he's put out a post on Twitter saying, "I guess now is as good a time as announced. I formally exited Scream Seven weeks ago." This will disappoint some and delight others. It was my dream job that turned into a nightmare, and my heart did break for everyone involved. Essentially what happened, the production it sounds like behind it just imploded on itself. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it just... Well, yeah, because you had to rewrite the story when one character left. You have to rewrite the story again when a main character left. Two how, main characters. Two main fucking characters. Like, how are you going to explain been in, that away? Been in they're gonna have to do a, They're going to have to do a retcon of the entire fucking thing. And, like, this is taking too much time in a time post, uh, you know, uh, strike. So they're, they're, they're paying for it. You know what I mean? They're paying the writers. 
like, and it's costing too much money on the back end, and they weren't gonna have uh, shit for actual. Honestly, this I just whatever. That's just gonna be. I mean, yeah. Like, I think that it was okay where it, it was. Sucks. Like, that I wanted the one more. You know what I mean? But that's just me being selfish. They would if they were gonna bring back what's her name, Billy, Hayden Billy area, and and Harry. <laughs> can't say her name. She was uh. I don't think her name was Billy, but I believe it was. It could have been. I don't know. I don't know, but I know they were going to bring her, that she was slated on to be in the, the Scream film. Um, Wasn't she the, she wasn't the bad guy at the last, at the end of the last movie, was she? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I can't spell her first fucking name. They're putting Hayden? It, H-A-Y-D-E-N? No, it's Hayden, but um, her last name. P-A-N? I got it. T-I-E-R-R-E-N? Uh, Scream. Yeah. What's her fucking scream thing? What, what was she on? Uh, she played. Uh, but the, 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 what did she play? Who is she? Uh, Kirby. God, that's her name. Kirby. Jesus, I couldn't think of the name. Whatever. Um, yeah. So that's 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 on the back burner for right now. And the last one before break is that is gonna be coming out very soon. But. Our favorite it's gonna fried have, rodent, look, Chris Pratt. Look, these these kind of video game movie tie-ins rarely happen. That, so this is giving me, like, Game Boy vibes. This used to, you know this used I mean? to happen like, all the time in just, the early 2000s. I know, I know. It's giving me Game Boy vibes, and that's why I included it. So, like, they're giving us a Garfield game. So, like, they're like, Stray did so well. We're gonna... <laughs> We're gonna make him eat all of the lasagnas. This movie is due for May twenty fourth of next year. We already shit watched the trailer and talked about it a while ago, but you can look it up yourselves. They made him. They made him cute as a baby. So uh, cute, like they too did, cute. They didn't have to, but they did. Dude, they pulled an Oliver and Company and made me cry. Mm-hmm. So we are in. <laughs> not only that, but you have Samuel L. Jackson playing as Garfield's dad, which is gonna be an interesting choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the cat. Uh, I, know, right? I just so this is gonna be really really interesting. Okay, hold on. What? James, when, when, when? Why when? did they bring him in here? Based on so wait is 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 the is the video game lined up to make this project with? It says like they're making projects also from James Wan, Sam Raimi, Roy Lee, and John M. Chu. It says it's part of Star's HANA Fund, which is lining up to make video games based on projects uh, like these. So Garfield is another one of those to be in it. Uh, in the talks for that. Oh, the list. Of, here's the list of the ones. The Garfield movie, Every House is Haunted, which is by Sam Raimi and Roy Lee. That's a film that's going to be coming out Roy at some Lee point. Boo. The Burden, which is by James Wan and Roy Lee. Um, <clears throat> then you have Haunt, Hunting Season. By James Wan and Don Murphy, James Wan's Call of Cthulhu, which... Did we talk about that? We talked about it, but I don't know if we actually talked about okay. it on the podcast. Overall, actually. so James Wan is creating a Call of Cthulhu movie, and he's having make a video game tie-in as well. Which it sounds like that's what's going Call on Call right of Cthulhu. The Gox Father by John N. Chu, which I think I've heard heard recently. I, w- I didn't know if that was a typo or something, but I, 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 I guess not. And Memory Lost in Space, based on novels by Tong Hoa. Those are all being transformed into video games, it sounds wow. like. The Call of Cthulhu one, I remember seeing that we talked about it in, for ourselves, but not in here. Yeah, James Wan is making a Call of Cthulhu movie. I wish it wasn't him. Why? 
I wish it was like Robert Eggers or Guillermo del Toro, somebody who has a more gothic feel to their films. Somebody who can definitely bring out the more suspense. James Wan understands gothic. I, just I don't think, think he's tackled I it head on as in like H.P. Lovecraft my, my, level, like sick twisted. My issue is that he's going to turn it into a jump scare thing more often than it needs to. Then I don't, and because that's that. Well, yeah, because Call of Cthulhu is a slow burn. The so, thing, the thing with Call of Cthulhu is it's, it's cosmic horror. Cosmic horror isn't meant to, to jump scare you. It's meant to f- make you feel unnerved. It's meant to suck you in. It's meant to suck you in and make you feel like, oh, there's nothing I can do in this moment if this actually happened. There's nothing you can do. Right. It's meant to give you despair and make you feel unsettled, like and make you feel un- shook at the end, like men. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, that like that's the point of it. it and I think. <laughs> The Ouroboros strikes again. The, the the point of it is that <laughs> James Wan is known for doing very like wildly in your face uh, horror films. I don't have a problem with that, but I don't think it'd be the vibe that should go for this film. I don't. I I if he, I need to see more. I'm just that's my that's my. You know, Brian actually it. looked at me today and said, "Oh, I don't know any movies by Christopher Nolan." I read to him about Oppenheimer later, like, we're going to talk about it a little bit, and I was like, yeah, by Christopher Nolan. He was like, I don't know any movies by Christopher Nolan, and it literally just, set me, just it set me off, like, and I was like, Brian, I have watched almost every fucking Christopher Nolan film that has ever existed with you. I was sitting there, I was just like, Memento, all three Dark Knights, Dark Knight, you know, Rises, you know what I mean? Batman uh, Returns, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then uh, Inception <laughs> and Interstellar. Tenet. We watch what? We watch Tenet in theaters with him. Yeah, dude. I know that's what I'm saying. I was just like, we watched Tenet within the last like three years. Like that. That's insane for that you would tell me that. You know what I mean? Like Interstellar of maybe all fucking things. Maybe like, he just didn't think about it. Maybe he thought it was a different Christopher. And he. I was sitting there, I was just like, you've seen Memento, right? He was like, yeah, I've seen Memento. I'm like, Christopher Nolan! Like, I was just, like, going off earlier, and it, it upset me. Don't ever look at me and tell me that you've never seen a Christopher Nolan film, because I'm going to go off. Thank you. There's some people that probably haven't. I doubt that. No, I At least heard it. of them. No, um... And associate Christopher Nolan, like, with a movie. Younger kids. Like, how young? Uh, 10? Because, yeah, they're less, not going to know. Less than 16. Uh, no, I, I believe it. Because most of Christopher Nolan films are more adult-oriented and stuff. The only one, the only way I can see it is that their parents would watch, have them watch My it. parents took me to see Tenet that or, was really loud and I couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying the parents introduced them to The Dark Knight and stuff like that. Right. Which right. is probably the other reason. Which was like 2008. Uh-huh. So back then they were probably like... Five. <laughs> uh, anyways, we're gonna take a break here. We'll come back and talk about uh, some sensitivity, sensitivity, military documents. Yeah, gotta love that. We will be right back, folks. Stick around. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. 
and we are back from break. Hello. And here to share with you a little bit more news, starting off with leaked government documents. Yeah, I spoiled, I spoiled this at the beginning, but it's I okay. wanted to bring it down here. Is it really more, that spoiled? It fits more here. No, because it's the second time this has happened. On War Thunder, which is a game about uh, uh, fighting. It's a, it's a multiplayer game about World War II. And this isn't the first time they've lo- they've leaked documents on this yeah I've game. seen I've seen like World War Two tank documents leaked on War Thunder forums. we talked about this before the, yeah uh, so this time it was two pages of the technical manual for the M two A two Bradley uh, and it's uh, intricate details on its hatch turret assemble and the small liner uh, assembly on the. Uh, People, people are like, oh my god, these came down. But like, also, in, in practice, these are not used. It's not intended to be passed beyond the U.S. Department of Defense and its contractor. No, the, the thing with these uh, machines is that they're not used anymore in any production, I believe. Right. The ones that they're leaking the, the documents about. Regardless, though, it is a leak for government documents. So it's still a breach, uh, which isn't good. And this is the second time that War Thunder has breached that. Um, in their community, that that sets precedent uh, for. Well, no, this is like the third time I think that this has happened. So, one user uploaded an image of the DTC-10 uh, 125 tungsten penetrator alongside a technical document detailing its specifications, and then on top of that, uh, there was uh, classified information on the British Challenger 2 and French Leclerc main battle tanks. Mm. Those were the ones that I was talking about. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know that there was a tungsten penetrator uh, technical document also. So this about is like that. the third time. This is the third time. Yeah. You know, Minecraft has had some, and now War Thunder has had some. It's okay. The leaks happen. I feel sometimes. like I should go play War Thunder. I don't know. I mean, if you, uh, I haven't played it. I just know it's like very technical in the simulation side. Right. Yeah. Speaking knows, of, I might have a good time doing it. Speaking of technical simulations, <laughs> PlayStation is a technical simulation. Technically. What? No, it's not. Um, but last week I talked about uh, PlayStation deleting all the Discovery Light Network off of their platform, it was, including. It was leaked saying that they were going to. Include no, this was. I don't think it was leaked. I'm pretty sure it was like an actual statement they put out. It was an act. If I be- yes, it was an actual statement they put out that we talked about last week. That was put out by the PlayStation Network saying that they're. Uh, content licensing agreement with Discovery content was no longer able to be used, and that included the people that bought all the content. So anything that was in their library that was Discovery content is going to be deleted. That made a lot of people upset, including me, because I don't own Discovery content on the PlayStation, and I don't own a PlayStation, but as a person who, if you own something property-wise, and I get it, that just shows the digital era stuff is not going to be finite. Well, yeah, it never was meant to be. Um, And literally, they only extended the contract, if you read further into it, like, for another 30 months. Yeah. So, like, sure, that gives you a few more years, you know what I mean? Like, uh, of time to watch, but uh, they're still going to have to... They updated it as of December 31st, 2023. uh, And, well, uh, the plan removal on December 31st. So they updated the arrangements and it's no longer occurring. So everybody gets to keep their stuff. 
Um, even it's For just overall yeah. like I think it's 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 very dumb. Like yes, I get the licenses and agreements. I, I think it was more of a strong arm towards Discovery to continue letting their content. Yeah, you understand what I mean? You get the public like, I feel side like PlayStation on your side. probably leaked it and was just like, yeah, they're they're trying to you know take your content off of our our platform. And you guys have put money into it, and then the people got mad at Discovery. You they know didn't what I mean? Leak it, it makes they just, sense. They just said, they just said, hey, Discovery's taking your content, and then the people were like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> and then they they changed their way around. Right. But I'm not worried about that. I mean, if the, the like major cor- corporations are always going to go back. Microsoft did this thing like, oh, we're going to update uh, subscriptions and make them a little more expensive. Uh, that was like two years ago. Uh, and then they said, nope, because everybody was like, no, don't do that, please, because it's going to be more expensive that way. At the moment, they don't need to, but in the future, they're going to have to. Uh, speaking of Xbox, though, we'll move. We'll, we have this like between stage of Xbox and PlayStation. Why did I put this over down here? Um... But uh, so far, as of 2023, which is it's almost over, uh, the PS5 has sold, outsold Xbox Series X uh, and S 3 to 1 in 2023, which is absolutely crazy. Black Friday was enormous, absolutely huge for Sony. Uh, they have uh, uh, now sold over 50 million units, and it's on track to outsell the record-breaking PS4. Uh, and it... Sony have recorded its best ever November for PlayStation console sales for the PS5, which is now in its fourth year of life. Um, Just remember, don't let it stand on end. I mean... I showed you that liquid cooling error thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you play your PlayStation a shit ton, uh, the liquid cooling part of it, 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 it sits uh, on its side in it if you're letting it stand up. So eventually if you play It'll games... It'll cool off the and, side and roll. Yeah, and that's going to destroy your thing. Um, just be aware of that. I'm letting you know now. I think I talked about this before, but it's just... It's a, not something that's going to... If you play games like me, that is something that could happen. I mean, so. yeah, but like I'm saying, it's not making or breaking the decision for, for people to buy No, PS5. I'm not saying it's a make or like, break decision. I'm letting people know if they own one, please just take precedent in that. Uh, yeah, and take precedent in the Xbox uh, fucking controllers. Stack them suck. And you only had one bad one. I've not had That's no... more bad ones than I've ever had on any console ever. Yeah, but you bought it from Best Buy. What's I, wrong with that? I don't know. Best That's a reputable electronic store. I've had some bad things from Best Buy before. Best Buy's been really it's a shit reputable. To it's a reputable electronic but Best Buy store. has been really bad recently. I've, I've known it. When I got this computer, they made it such a hard deal for me to get this computer for my job. Uh, and then they did the same thing with uh, many other people in my company. And then they also, like, it's overall, overall major tech uh, businesses like that have been very meh recently. If you buy online, though, it'll be different. It'll be a different story. Because either way, you get a 50-50 shot and play a gamble with it. Right. Depending on where you get it from. Um, so the Financial Times quotes analysis shows PS5 sales grew about 65% to 22.5 million units this year, where Xbox fell about 15% to 7.6 million, and that means PS5 has outsold it uh, 3 to 1. But uh, the near 7-year-old Nintendo Switch, meanwhile, saw sales fall 18% to 16.4 million um, in 2023. And it's expected to see its next-gen console next year. So. I don't care. 
I mean, I don't care that it makes more money either way. I'll still play on whichever one feels more fancy to me. Well, more money me. in in consoles means more games pumped out for the consoles. You understand what I mean? Mm. Like, I I like to see it. Uh, I don't. I I think you'll get. I think overall the games are just going to be pumped out more by the consumers uh, placate on buying things rather than the amount of consoles you sell. But that's fine. Um, I think this is just going to up Pro Sony's game to expand their business more than the platform that they already have to make it more accessible. Well, more people playing the game, more people buy the game. Like, it just makes sense, and it, and it goes like that. Yeah. Like... But at the same more, time... More access to playing games means more games sold. So. At the same time, I think they're going to spend more time expanding on those resources that they've been expanding on for the past two years. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I'm not talking about like actual business-wise, but things that are expanding. Let's talk about things that are shrinking. And like your visibility on Steam... Uh, oh, no, wait, we skipped over one. Because it's part of Activision and Blizzard and that whole thing. And we're talking about Xbox. Bobby Kotick is leaving on December 29th. I had to push this one up because it is part of the whole... Well, I already have him pulled up at the top. That's I don't care. He, so here's the thing about this guy. He needed to leave. He's leaving. Cool. Uh, we get a new CEO for the whole thing. Uh, this it's the, the whole behind the scenes of this business is uh, sexual harassment, uh, misogyny, racism, uh, a very hostile work environment, long hours, bad developer. This this has been going on. It's not because of just this dude, but this dude had a major oversight over the whole company during this time, and not only that, but he let things slip under the rug, under his watch, and he also hid things under the rug too. Uh, so people situations, <laughs> <laughs> love children. No, I don't know if that's actually true. Needles. That. Stop. <laughs> No, but like, like, there's been accusations for years uh, that he knew about and and did not actively address them. That's the big thing about it. Like, so he's being yeah, he looks he's he looks like a slimy. He's essentially being pushed out. He really does look like a slimy. And he should. And at this moment, Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. So we'll see who they change with the the whole um, change. I don't. Well, that wasn't the only person that left. Oh no, there's a lot of people that left. No, there was somebody else who was who was big that left. Um. Uh, Blizzard CEO Lulu Maserbi will be leaving the company at the end of January. Maserbi made waves almost immediately after her 2022 appointment by pushing back against ongoing collective bargaining attempts by Activision Blizzard employees and was ultimately named in a labor complaint by yeah. the Communication Workers of America for her rhetoric. Oh, nice, cool, awesome. So she was also bad. Yeah, cool. Yeah, she's just not a good person either. So she's gone. So they got both got kicked out. Good, you know. Other changes include the departure of, Blizz- of Blizzard and King VP Hunam. I'm not gonna say Sakinini and the promotion of Jill Braft ahead of Zenimax and Bethesda Studios. It's just a bunch of stuff. Um, overall, I think this is a good move. I think it's gonna. I think get, it's more positive, and I think that the it's uh, reform. Yeah. And it needed to happen for this for this kind of industry. We're see, we've been seeing it for a while, at, but this was not going to happen until this this acquisition went through, if it did or not, which it did. So it took a, like a month or so for this to officially take effect. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, but it's it was going to happen. Like, the dude had major oversight 
over multiple accusations that accusations that came to his life, and he hid a lot. He hid a fair amount of them. That's an issue. Like he did it to save his company. Cool, but why? Why aren't you in the well, short but, term? But in the short term, this is a this is like ethical reasons for humans that you're messing with. Right. So, <clears throat> I just it's it's a whole thing. Speaking of a whole thing, uh, and, and, and hiding and things, sweeping things under sweeping the rug. Steam users can now completely hide certain games from their profile. So all those porn games you guys have been playing, you can officially you can officially hide it. From you guys want to play Honey friends. Pop without your friends knowing? <laughs> you can do it now. How many hours have you put into it? Oh, let's look. Oh, it's not there anymore. I guess they don't play it. Yeah. You spent a lot of time in this game. You spent more time in this game than Baldur's Gate 3. Are you okay? <laughs> no. If you're playing Honey Pop for 337 hours, there's something not okay with you. Uh, so but, uh, That's exciting news that's come, uh, you know, in the way of privacy for your Steam account. It says um, additional control allows you to keep most of your Steam li library visible to your friends so they can see what you're playing and join in. Yet also keep a few of those games just to yourself. Players can mark games as private in their shopping cart by choosing For My Account Private or in the game list and Steam Client Library. Valve made some other changes to the shopping cart too, though those are only signed up in the Steam Client Beta, so it just depends on if you have if you're doing that. Uh, players can now purchase gift gifts for multiple friends and themselves in one purchase, and inline gifting and shopping carts have now been synced, so it's it's all good across all devices. Um, but yeah, once this beta tested is fully tested, then they'll release it for something, everyone. You want to know something that's not going to be uh, fully beta tested or completely finished? No, it was beta tested and, like on day one, and everybody said it was bad. That's day before, which we talked about the last week. The day before, this is the day after, right? The day, and this, is, this is days after. Uh, uh, the days before server is officially shutting down next month, leaving game active only for 45 days. Dear community, mm -hmm. we regret to inform you. The development company, Fantastic, has officially ceased operations. And as a result, the day before will be retired and the service will turn off on the 22nd of January 2024. As previously communicated, Matana, as the invest... Wait, as previously communicated, Matana, as the investor, has been working in collaboration with Steam to facilitate refunds for all game purchasers. For any players that have not already had their purchase refunded, Steam will now proactively refund all remaining players. You don't even have to ask anymore. They're just going through and refunding everybody's game. Mm -hmm. Because they, they, this was a bad investment, and they feel bad. Yeah. They like they, they put faith in the company, and the company is like, yeah, we're, we gave you shit. You, you wanted us to create gold, but we alchemy like turned that into shit. Uh, more like you wanted us to create gold in a small amount of time. Yeah. Like, if they had more time, I think they could have finished the game. I feel like they needed a full year before it was done. Yeah, like, but that game was only half produced. Mm -hmm. So, but even so, that the game is shutting down in 45 days, not even that, it's less than a month now. Um, the day before keys for the game. Yes, the keys for the game, dude. <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. So people are wanting to get in and try it before it goes away, and they're being listed as $300 each. $300 keys for the day before, guys. Like, the game that will likely be inaccessible once its servers are taken offline, uh, launching on early access, uh, it's been... had a lifespan of days before it was pulled from Steam. It's been uh, estimated that the uh, the the reseller sites list them from 
$233 to $304. Uh-huh. Like, that's the range of how, like, the highest they've seen so far. It could be even higher than that as, like, time goes on until, like, it clocks down. Right. Somebody's going to sell it for, like, $1,000 at some point. Like, near the last few days. Crazy. Um, yeah, Absolutely no. Crazy. <laughs> there are better ways to spend $300. Like, $100, 100 cups of coffee. Especially when the day four is going to be accessible after that. So basically, you're making a risk on being like, oh, I'll play this game. Maybe I can resell it after this like playthrough. I highly doubt that for some people. Right. Um, don't buy it. Do not buy the reseller keys. Let those people make the decision for themselves that they have to deal with the consequences. That's on them. They shouldn't be able to make their money back because of that stuff. Like They're going to make their money back regardless, but not make extra money on top of them having the keys already for the game. That's ridiculous. So, I'm looking at the worst games of the year. Oh, the worst game of the year is day before. Um, uh, well, yeah, that game technically didn't even come out. You know what I mean? Like No, it came out. It did bad, though. It was it, in early access. It came out early access, and it failed. Horrendously. Out of early access. Came out As of, in, like, the full game came out. Yeah, and it failed miserably. Yeah, that's why it's not at Metacritic's number one. It should be at Metacritic's number one. Well, Regardless of it being an early access game, it should be at number one because it said it was going to have 75% of its content done when it came out. So, and they made yeah, people pay... apparently f- the lowest is the Grey Hill incident. Yeah, that one I watched... That was hilarious. That was so funny. <laughs> that one was funny. Uh, but then next up is Lord of the Rings gone, skirting in it with the exact same uh, number. Yeah. 38, both of What's them. What's below so. that? Oh, yeah. No, it's Testament. It goes, it goes up. Oh, it does? Uh, yeah, it goes up from here. Well, Testament, Quantum, I remember hearing about these ones. Eight. Crime Boss, Rock City, I remember hearing about that one. I don't Dude. remember Unholy. I don't either. I'll Swan, look. One, Sword. No. Colossal no. Cave. Ravenbound, I remember why is this about. giving? Why is this giving uh, World of Warcraft 2008? It looks like a, it looks like a, like a, Fallout. A, a, I was gonna say it looks like old Fallout. Um, what's next? Ravenbound, the no, Settlers. Don't know. Don't Medir, know. Don't know. Redfall. Redfall. That's because the studio put so much more effort into, into other everything things. else. I know, yeah. like, but the game, from what I hear, I should re-download it because I was almost done with that game, mm. like. I wonder if I could even reload my save at this point. You know what I mean? It's because probably busted. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I do you remember know. when we covered Farm Simulator 2023 for Nintendo Switch? I think we covered it. Yeah. It was a broken mess of a game. Uh, um, Bloody Bowl Three, Cricket okay. Twenty Four, right. Death or Tree, Clive and Red, so and Gargoyles Remastered. Our four go. last ones touch over some things, such as uh, the. Dedicated uh, fan bases. Dedicated fan bases and dedicated fans of possible future building sets. Um, five years after uh, Fallout seventy six came out, it is official that it is up to it is up to seventeen million players, which is only like it didn't work in twenty eighteen. From the like cons- the game did not fucking work when it came out. Oh, it works. Yeah. It just didn't have it didn't. No, have no, the, like it had game breaking. It had ga- it had game breaking. It had some game. Errors. It was labeled broken and unplayable by many, but was also criticized for offering a lifeless Appalachian set yes. open world. That's that's before. the main issue is that it was it was void. It was a void of, of players and stuff. It came out. But a lot of people said it was broken. 
So. Oh, yeah, it was broken for sure. I'm just saying overall, them coming this far, it's... Wastelanders saved it in 2020. Oh, yeah, with the with the amount of content that they added and them adding NPCs into the game, human NPCs, uh-huh. it changed it. It made it better. And I played it at in August of 2020. August of 2020. That's when I played it. And I have continually played it since. I have... And... Overall, it has been probably my most played game. It's uh, it's coming up on mine. All, like, of, of if all not time, taken over. Um, and that's just because of the amount of content they continually add. Sometimes they'll lapse in it, but that's because they need time to refurbish and work on more stuff for the future. Um, but the game is sitting very very high with over seventeen, more than seventeen million players, and I'm betting that is console based statistics. I don't think that is going to be PC based statistics or anything like that. Um, not only that, but like it's doing really well. The most recent update did some really cool things for expand ex- expeditions. Like Pit Expedition was all right when it came out, but I felt like it was a little lapse. The Atlantic City expeditions are much more engaging. They're so much fun. And they're like, fun. <laughs> and why is it so fun? And now they're adding more next season as well. Uh, for more of that. And not only that, they have a roadmap for the later 2024 expansions, which they are going to be adding actual more stuff to the actual map of the game. The next biggest update uh, for the game that had that changed the way the map works, right. lastly, was the Brotherhood of Steel update, if I believe, which had added the, like, the Atlas and all that stuff, the observatory and everything like it changed it changed the, the, the terrain entirely and everything like that this this next update which will be adding in the uh Senadona national forest national park region in the southern area um will be uncharted once tranquil expansion uh heart of Ringina will bring new quest lines factions and rewards not only that the concept art teases a major apocalyptic event going on right? Uh, with the red laser coming down from the sky and teasers into some other older vaults that have been locked away since before I played the game. 63. 63 and 95. They were, they were part of the raid system from the early games and they took them out because they didn't work well. But instead, they're going to probably be added into this for some new quest lines. And I've been... And because they're fully built out uh vaults they just have been locked away from players getting into them so they found they they found a way to do it and i look forward to playing playing it with you and other people and all the other people all all the other (laughs) wastelanders of of 76 um so uh i just i logged in because xbox has it wrapped yeah like uh and uh yeah, it's it's Xbox Year in Review, and you just have to sign in your Microsoft you, where account. Where did you find that? Type in Xbox Year in Review, and then sign into your Microsoft account. Like so, I played thirty six total games. I did four hundred twenty nine achievements. Um, I'm in the top five percent of players for hours played. I'm in the top five percent of. I bet I'm in the top one percent. You're in the top five percent of players and achievements unlocked. I am in the top five percent of. Fallout 76 is most active players, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, that's, that's awesome. Uh, oh, there we go. 
Fallout 76, 715 hours in 2023. How many hours? 715. That's about right. Let me, I, I didn't play it that long Minecraft this year. Minecraft 134. That's my second That's my second place. Alright, I got it. Disney's Dreamlight Valley, 112. I got it open. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready for this? How many hours? 1,913 hours. On 76? Total. I played 82 games. I <laughs> 710 achievements. Uh, my biggest game pool was Action Adventure, of course. I am in the top 5%, top 5% of players for Game War, and the top 5% of Unlocked Achievements. All five. Same. Most played game, Fallout 76. But that's because I didn't So play- your time played so far is what? Oh, well, time played so far on, uh, uh, for this year was 268 hours. But that's not the full. That's not how many hours I played overall. But I put in seven hundred and fifteen hours this year. No, you didn't. Because you did. You were. You're far behind for uh, in the game than I am. Well, yeah, I was like really far. Yeah, uh, my second biggest game, of course, is Halo Infinite. It's one hundred ninety-five hours. Cyberpunk. Minecraft was mine. My, my Cyberpunk is the third at one hundred sixty-two. But I put a lot of time into that one. Disney Dreamlight Valley one twelve. I'm in the top five percent of most active players for Cyberpunk. For Cyberpunk, <laughs> I'm in the top five percent of play- active players for Halo, and I'm also in the top five percent of active players, probably as you are. I'm in the top five percent, or I'm 76. in the top ten percent of players for Minecraft, and the top ten percent players for Disney's Dreamlight Valley. What about seventy six? At top five percent. Yeah, so, so I'm in the top five percent of everything, but I play a shit ton of games. I'm le- I'm letting you. You play a lot of different I, games. I like, go, I like I finish complete games and you like to hop around. I like to hop around, but also I like to finish the role up, playing on is fifty six percent of my games. Uh, role playing's thirty four percent. Yeah, action adventure is thirty nine percent of mine. Two percent shooter, one percent. How many games did you play? Thirty six. Eighty two. <laughs> well, you play a lot of smaller games. I don't, not only that, I I I finish games real fast. I don't know why, but sometimes I finish games really quick, and it's not because of this. Yeah, what was your total time, like, on Xbox? How do you find that? It's under 2023 highlights, like, scroll to almost the top. Total time? Are you, yeah. Like, what was yours? Mine's at 1,913 hours. You beat me by, like, like 400 hours. Yeah. I, like, I was 1,400 I go, I go fucking hours. crazy playing video games. Um, I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> Why do we go so hard, dude? Like because it's fun, it's enjoyable, and sometimes I want to get away from life. Sometimes, speaking of getting away uh, from life, when Starfield came out, I did get away from life for a bit, and I'll get back into it at some point since I own it and I own the DLCs and all that. I I'm not worried about that. I enjoy the game for what it is, but it can be better. And speaking of get, getting better. Every, roughly every six weeks in 2024, there'll be new updates for Starfield. New big updates is right. what they're saying. And they're going to release an expansion at some point in the in next Yeah, year. we didn't talk about the expansions on 76, I don't think. Like, just the, the short version of about, about how they're bringing in the Jersey Devil. Oh, no, no, no. So the expansion, uh, before we jump into Starfield, so the Boardwalk Paradise Atlantic City is the first part of the Atlantic City update the second the second update is going to come out i believe around march uh early march and that will expand more of the atlantic city stuff and add in the the new the new big cryptid 
Jersey Devil. That's probably like that's probably one of the tower, the one but of the lookout like towers. A, this is a radio. That's a radio station. But yeah, no, this is a lookout tower, so that you can see all the other ones. I guarantee you that one already exists, but since they're adding more stuff around here, you'll be able to look. I like this little so valley thing. This that they got going this on. gives me vibes of old no, world upside down. of of the DLC for New Vegas, which I played not too long ago. Old World Blues, probably. Right. By far, one of the best Fallout DLCs I've ever played. Um, even though that it comes from a very dated game, it was probably the most fun I've had playing one of the DLCs for that game. The right. story was great. The char- Not only that, it pissed me off at times, but in, in, in a good way. Um, it was difficult. I just, I hate whatever they're called night stalkers i hate night stalkers i absolutely despise night stalkers they are dogs with snake heads and they hiss at you and they bite you and they poison you in seconds and you die if there's if there's multiple of them that fucking is awful it's 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 so <sighs> like these people are saying that that like yeah no yeah no there's people that will disagree with it but it's at that amount like you can't i can look up like probably total amount it's gonna give me the all right moving on from uh fallout 76 uh down to starfield like you were saying before i interrupted you oh so Uh, yeah every Six weeks, uh, roughly in 2024, uh, they are going to release more updates. And not only that, but they... Notice Starfield didn't make it to either of our top three games. (laughs) That's because, like, overall, I think it came out at a bad time. Like, it came out... I'm just saying, but but it speaks volumes on what you thought was fun. You know what I mean? It came out at a bad time. Also, the other three games that I played... Two of them are massive multiplayer games that I've been playing for a while. Every game that I play is a massive multiplayer game. <laughs> Not multiplayer, but it's massive. It's massive. It's yeah, I'm just saying itch, overall brother. massive multiplayer games. Those are the two big ones I've played. And then Cyberpunk was something I played. And that's one that I've been playing for a while. So those ones are on top. Um, overall, like, so the game's going to be build, building more into... Uh, what, what am I saying? Uh, receiving roughly every six weeks new updates, those including new features that are been teased as all new ways of traveling, official mod support, city maps, uh, much more more than that, as they're going to also include more, more fully on certain items, changes to the gameplay uh, that you do for each, each round, such as making a way to alter the easier and more challenging experience of exploration as well as combat and stuff like that so they're making it more like different for every playthrough that you do and i think that's what they want to try to do these will allow you to customize carry capacity cargo access distance ship damage vendor credits how you suffer afflictions new survival mechanics and much much more and they're going to continually add more stuff like this um i want to know more about the new survival mechanics as well um, I wonder if it'll involve more deadly kind of like making sure your spacesuit's up to date, right. or making sure that you have enough oxygen, like more than than something like that. Um, I don't know. I think overall it's gonna it's gonna add 
a lot more, uh, especially when the mod support comes out. Then they're going to add an expansion next year, it sounds like. Um, but, no, I look forward to seeing how they're going to do what they do with this. Since I already own it, I'll just play it more as it comes it comes forward. Right. Uh, and the, the reason why I stick to this game, it's the only real big sci-fi RPG that we really have at the moment. Yeah, I'm waiting on the mod support to come Start. through so that it, it, re, it, re, it, it reignites itself. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, in the exact same way that Skyrim reignited itself. And that's I played gonna, it several years, right? That's what I'm I saying. Think it, like, like, like when I when Starfield came out, like I said, it's a step in the right direction. It might not be groundbreaking overall, the whole spectrum of everything, but at the at the pace that it is, the map size and the way that you can build something to fit in that space, and then also just like, I guess, making it so that. What was I trying to say? Um, making it feel, I don't know, making it feel full, that's a big thing that they're trying to do. Uh, now, the mods will definitely help. I know that he talked about Todd Howard, CEO of Bethesda, talked about it being a modder's paradise. And yeah, I can see that. It has a lot of content where people can add stuff into it. And I look, you know what? Another thing in the updates I want them to add, integrate more of 76's building mechanics into it. Like how you just build. building mechanics yeah. in general, honestly. That would definitely help with like how, how people do that. But we're gonna move on from that uh, into things you can buy for Christmas. Actually, no, I what? thought this Never was mind. really funny. Christmas is done. What am I talking about? But things you can buy after Christmas. For next Christmas. Why not? If you want to. Um, there's Yamaha's incredible 2023 CD changer. I thought this was hilarious. What does so, that mean? It's a five disc CD changer. And I know some kids these days may not understand what the hell that is, but like, despite CD sales declining in 2023, Yamaha decided to put out a five disc changer. Imagine having one of these in your house during a summer barbecue cookout or kickback with your friends. Like, one way or another, if you have a large CD collection, want a stylish way to play those discs, it's not entirely a bad purchase. It's a, it's a, at this point, it's like a retro thing that you can have, kind of like a cross mm -hmm. cruiser. You so you mean? have, like, NWA like, so on one part, and then yeah. you have My Chemical Romance on another part, and then you have, for some reason, Weird Al's just on there. <laughs> it's your Stop. uncle's mixtape. And then, and, then, and then you have the CD that you accidentally burned for your ex, like, a few. <laughs> uh, and then That's there's disgusting. just a blank one on there for some reason. Uh, or, or better yet, it's a recording of some wedding, but it's been overdubbed by some other like recording or something like that. Bro, the the one caveat about all this, you know, the fucking price. I don't know. Five hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety five cents. Um, that's a hundred dollars, a hundred and fucking ten dollars per CD <laughs> uh -huh. that you could play. Well, I mean, it's outdated tech, so they're gonna try to make their money's worth for collectability. I love that though. Yeah. Like I'd love to have one, honestly. I wish I could have my old one back. Cause I used to have a five disc CD changer at my fucking parents' house. I'm not kidding. Like it was a big deal. I still have the speakers, but I don't have the fucking head unit, and I feel so stupid leaving that behind. Why would you do that? Why would you put your finger down if you made a stinky <laughs> Alright, so we're coming up on our last one. Yeah, it yeah, is we need a to get the hell out of here. It is a 
discussion on the new, uh, what is it, uh, fan sets that were created by Lego uh, for Lego. Finally, this is long. This is a long time coming. Honestly, I I think that this should have been a thing a long time ago. I can see the reason why it wasn't, but at the same time, why do you say that? Why did you say that? I can, no, see, I can see the reason why it wasn't. It was geared more in adult, young adult audience. You could say that Harry Potter was, but Harry Potter did start off when it, when it was like the, 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 the first one, very childish. Twilight just went reading right into it. Made it as dark heavy as it could, as it could for the books. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So they're now officially, like officially putting out for the fan, the, the Lego fan creations, a, Twilight inspired creation of the Colon House uh, with a brick built werewolf and minifigs of Bella, Edward, Jacob, who will be shirtless, and Carlisle. We do not know if this is going to be the fully model, this is the fan model, right. but we're going to have to wait and see once it's been updated for Lego standards and stuff like that where they're going to go with it. Um, how much is it going to be? Probably $150 plus. How much is it going to be? Uh, yeah, I'm going to guess like probably around 200 yeah, yeah. I wonder if they. Yeah, the, I, really the, the, I want to see more of the house opening up and stuff like that. I want to see too. more of it. Like if you look at it, like in the background, there's like the first book, Twilight. Uh-huh. Uh, the the images on the wall. Do you see? Do you like, see the ones up there? What is going on right there? Is that here? What is what is that? What is that? What are those? Is that Renezme? Stop. No, I'm like serious. Like if you can She's zoom just... in. If you zoom in, it looks like a baby. I guarantee you. Oh, God. We're going to get weird with the... That, that's a face. That is a legit face. I can't... I don't know what that is. That's freaky. But that is weird. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Uh, Why are they going to make Jacob shirtless? Like... I don't know. Well, he's always shirtless in the film. He's not always shirtless. For 75% of the films, he's always shirtless. No. Yes. No. Wrong. Okay, let me, let me do a percentage check. Wrong. How much is Jacob Nakey. shirtless How much Jakey in Nakey. Twilight? How much Jakey Nakey? Total number of times in four movies that Jacob's appear shirtless is at least three times in the rain. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Thirteen. There's thirteen total times over the four movies that he appears shirtless. Three times of those are in the rain. Well, yeah, they're in the rain. Like, that's the only way to be shirtless. Why are the werewolves always shirtless? Yeah. Their clothes come off when they fucking change. <laughs> what the fuck, Zach? Like, what? Like that should be a no, given that's like, thing. No, that's the first question that somebody asks is, is on Google. Yeah, that's why they're fucking naked. Like, um, their clothes don't fucking fit when they turn into a goddamn wolf. Yes. Like, which, uh, the, the Lego set also comes with a wolf, so. Uh, it does. It comes with a big wolf that Bella can ride. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> All sick. right, anyways, that's it. Violently ill. Uh, that's the end of the pod. Thank you for listening. Uh, well, Zach's fact is don't go riding big wolves. Don't go riding big old wolves. Oh. Stick to the vampires and cats that you're used to. Okay. All right, we're done. We're done. Thank you. Thank you for um, listening, guys. I don't know if we'll have something special for New Year's this time. Maybe we will, it just won't be as long. Right. Um, we do have some guests coming over, so... Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what I don't happens. Know, I don't even know if we're going to do it on New Year's. We might do it again. Well, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. <clears throat> okay. But, uh, you know, if this is the last time that we hear from you before the New Year... Uh, I'll have my prediction next. Yes, next. We'll, have, we'll have predictions written out. 
uh, for our next episode for you guys. But again, thank you so much for listening all of 2023. Thank you for, you know, providing a 9% boost this year. That's what we received. 9% boost in listeners. Yeah. Like, that's fucking amazing. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I hope next year we get another 9%. You know what I mean? Like, because eventually we'll be at 100% boost from what we originally were. You know what wow. I mean? A little bit tight. It will be tight. Like, I just, I'm I'm excited about where the future is headed for this podcast and where it'll be in a few years. You know what I mean? So, um, but until then, you guys, keep it, keep it peaceful and uh, enjoy the small things in life. Have fun on New Year's. Have fun on New Year's and we will hear from you guys soon. It seems as if you have done it. <clears throat> done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.